Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Well, I hope you're getting this podcast each and every week, but if you're not, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Well, last week, we were talking about three different kinds of prophetic words. And and we're talking about how some prophetic words are simply to to comfort you and exhort you, especially when you're having a really, really bad day, a bad season, and somebody, you know, hears God that would not know anything, and they tell you God's heart about the situation. Oh, I don't know. Those those words, I have received those, and they just pulled me out of very rough, rough circumstances because I need to be lifted out of it in my heart first before the, the situation actually changed. And I love that. And then we have prophetic words that actually warn you. You know, Agabus in the Bible, he, he told the church that there's going to be a famine on the land so they could prepare and actually, you know, be victorious in the midst of famine. And those are, are warning words. That's another kind of prophetic word. And then we talked about prophetic words that direct you to your intended future. And I shared that that the Lord had given me a word like that. And, and another prophet, he gave me the same word. And so I knew it was from God. And so these directional words, well, this is what we want to concentrate on, that these kind of directional words, when God speaks to you, about your future and you know that you know that you know that it's him well there's something that's needed in order for that prophetic word to come to pass and we're going to talk about that in just a moment but i want to make sure that you have pre-ordered if you haven't already be sure to pre-order my book prophetic secrets it's coming out really soon and you can go to jenniferevaz.com and order it there or order it on Amazon Worldwide or, or Barnes & Noble, any of those digital out, outlets. And, and be sure to pre-order it because this is going to really help you when it comes to learning the language of heaven and how God speaks and all of the, the different ways from the, from the simple voice to the Lord to the more mystical, you know, the angelic and, and, and angelic visitations and dreams and, and things of that nature. And so, so we want to go back to directional words. What do directional prophetic words when God says, this is what I intend for your future? And you know it, there's no mistake about it. What does it need to come to pass? Well, I'll tell you what it needs. It needs something called this. It needs something called prophetic wisdom, okay? Prophetic wisdom. A prophetic word needs prophetic wisdom in order to come to pass. Now, let me preface it like this. Have you ever received a prophetic word that you knew without a doubt was from God? And then after you received it, did the opposite happen instead or nothing at all? I've had that happen to me. Well, the Apostle Paul provides us with clear insight about this. We read his firm instruction to Timothy saying, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. And that's in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. So, so we see here that, that 
he connected Timothy's ability to wage a good warfare, talking about spiritual warfare, through the effective use of his prophecies. Wow. So apparently you can have a prophetic word, a crystal clear communication from the Holy Spirit about something in the future, but still lose what God intended for you to gain if you don't make use of your prophecies. And so what does that tell us? It tells us that there is an intimate partnership with the Holy Spirit in this regard. He releases a prophetic word to you. He says, this is what I intend for your future because he wants us to be in the know. He wants us to know where we're going. He wants us to know his plans and his future for us. But our response to the prophecy will often determine that final outcome. And this is this is why we need prophetic wisdom. Prophetic wisdom involves the steps and strategy that escorts us through the process that accompanies a prophetic word. And this kind of wisdom is not from human origin, not at all. It's a supernatural wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit. Let me give you an example. When, when Abram received a prophetic word from God about his future, that his descendants, you know, his, his proposed numerous descendants that he was going to have, would possess an inheritance of land that God was leading them to. And he needed prophetic wisdom to guide him through this. You know, and when we, we think about wisdom, many times we, we think about, oh, just wise, wise thinking for wise living. You know, something that we would, we would get from a, an experienced, mature person, or we even read that kind of thought process in books like Proverbs and the book of James, you know, in the Bible. But I'm talking about prophetic wisdom. That's strategy, steps, but it's supernaturally revealed. It's, it's not experience-oriented or, or gained from life experience. I mean, of course, all of that helps, but it's really gained from hearing the Holy Spirit. He wants to guide you through uh, uh, to what God intends for you. And so what God promised to Abram was, was totally impossible. He and his wife, Sarai, being 75 and 65 years respectively, they were told they would have a child. That's crazy. And, but God assured him and he said, he said to him in Genesis chapter 15, verse five, he says, then he brought him outside and said, look now toward heaven and count the stars if you're able to number them. And he said to them, so shall your descendants be. And so after all this, you know, 10 years went by and they still had not conceived a child. And so you want to know what happened? Sarai took control of the situation and she created her own solution. How many, how many of us have done that? And it says in Genesis chapter 16, verse 2, it says, So Sarai said to Abram, See now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Please go into my maid. Perhaps I'll obtain children by her. And so she gave her maid, Hagar, to Abram. And, and then Hagar conceived a son and named him Ishmael. Now, that wasn't prophetic wisdom, however. That was human wisdom. Interesting, huh? God speaks. It's a supernatural, divine direction, divine appointment, divine interaction. Totally supernatural. And still, human wisdom tried to make a prophetic word come to pass. I think we can learn from this. It was human wisdom. And human wisdom 
always, always, always comes with consequences. And so when it was time for the prophetic word to come to pass, God clarified that Abram and Sarai would, without a surrogate, without another Hagar, they would have a child of destiny together. And to prove his point, he renamed them from Abram and Sarai, which means father and mother of a multitude, to Abraham and Sarah, father and mother of nations. And so everything God spoke to them, to Abraham and Sarah, it happened. And together they brought forth their son Isaac at the shocking ages of 190 the consequences of human wisdom emerged when Ishmael treated his younger brother Isaac with contempt, and he was forced out of the home by Sarah along with his mother Hagar. And many have suggested that Ishmael's descendants, which are most likely Arabs and Middle Easterners, have continued original contempt over the centuries and to this day towards Isaac descendants, the Israelites. And so the story of Abraham and Sarah illustrates how a clear prophetic word from God about the future, it still needs to be shaped and finished off with prophetic wisdom. But the good thing is this, God promised to give us his wisdom. And we learn from the apostle James, James chapter one, verse five, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it'll be given to him. And so God doesn't withhold his wisdom from us, but he does say that we need to ask him for it. And so now that you know this, okay, now that we have this understanding, when we receive a genuine prophetic word, then we need to ask for prophetic wisdom too. And we need to pray like the Apostle Paul prayed for the Ephesians, that we would receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, having the eyes of our heart enlightened. That's Ephesians chapter one, verse 17 and 18. And so I just wanna thank you once again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Now help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.